they precede him by a thousand years almost. So, I mean, you have to recognize the stunning achievement of these people. Now, even the Jews did not do dictionaries because their teaching was in oral, in the Midrash. And so they would teach the Torah and its interpretation without these tools of study that the Arabs developed very early on. Phonetics is a 19th century science in English. So even phonetic, tajweed is incredible, that the preservation of the Arabic. So people have to realize this is one of the great miracles of Islam, is the preservation of the Arabic language. And that's why it's central to the teaching of Islam. And because these books are difficult and language is difficult, they made it a prerequisite. Before you could really go into these, you had to study grammar. And that's why many of them will, Im they will embed grammar in their books as a way of keeping people out. And I know that when you speak, people misunderstand. People don't know what conditional sentences are. So they hear you say something and they think you said something else. And this is a major problem. In the past, common people had no pretense to knowledge. And so they would just be silent. But when people have a little bit of education, they, there's an assumption that, that they're educated. And so they assume they understand what is uh, being said. So you have a major problem. This is where we get a lot of problems in the world today. It's from the inability for people to, in fact, my brother who's a lawyer and he's trained quite well in both logic and rhetoric and had about six years of Latin. So he's very adept. He, he spent about three years just analyzing. He was an editor that used to analyze cases and see what the argument was. So he's very trained. And he told me he was reading an article about Islam, about the six universals of Islam, the preservation of life, the preservation of religion, the preservation of intellect, of dignity, of property. And he said, when I read this, I could not understand how these modern Muslims can be doing what they're doing. <laughs> and, and, and he said to me, you know, they really need to learn logic because it's so illogical in relation to the religion itself. So recently I did an article called How Holocaust Denial Undermines Islam. And the article was about mutawatir and ahad reports. But part of the point of the article was one of the things that Islam is being attacked on is that it's irrational. Muslims are irrational. Islam's irrational. And it's very sad for somebody who knows the tradition and knows the depth of these minds that really gave us this tradition to see how terribly represented the tradition is today by a lot of idiots. I mean, real sufaha, what the Quran calls sufaha, fools. And, uh, and the safiyah, according to uh, the, the dictionaries, is the one who is easily put into a reactionary state you know, he loses his, and this is why Hassan al-Basri said, I'm amazed at anyone who can hear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's word, وَتَمَّتْ كَرِمَةُ رَبِّكَ الْحُسْنَةِ 
Bima Sabaru. You know, we completed the beautiful words for Bani Israel because of their patience. We, we completed this teaching for them because of their patience, because they went through a lot of tribulations. So he said, once you hear that, that patience is the way that Allah completes his bounty to you. And Omar ibn Abdul Aziz said that Allah will never deprive a servant of something. And if that servant responds to it with resignation and patience, Allah will give him better than what he deprived him of. That that's a guarantee from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the importance of language can't be underestimated. People have to learn language. It's good to learn one language well, your own. You know, people say America's uh, monolingual. You know, we only speak one language. But that's debatable in and of itself. You know, because a lot of people can really cannot read an argument and understand. And that's true all over the world. People can't read anymore and understand. And then also people write things that are completely illogical. There's no uh, logical basis for it. So this is a major problem. So this was all an introduction to what he's going to talk about now. Al-Karamu ala al-Basmala. Now he's going to speak about the meaning of Basmala. And Basmala is a way the Arabs say, like Hawqala is to say, La hawla wa la quwata illa. Basmala is to say, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah is to say, Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So he says, Al-ba'u min Bismillahi muta'alliqatum bismin mahdufin and al-basriyeen. وَالتَّقْدِيرُ إِبْتِدَاءِ كَائِنٌ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ فَمَوْضِعُهَا رَفْعٌ وَعِنْدَ الْكُوفِيِّينَ تَتَعَلَّقُ بِفِعْلٍ تَقْدِيرُهُ أَبْدَأُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ أَوْ أَتْرُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ فَمَوْضِعُهَا نَصْبٌ وَيَنْبَغِي أَنْ يُقَدَّرْ مُتَأَخِرًا لِوَجْهَيْنِ أَحَدُهُمَا إِفَادَةُ الْحَصْرِ وَالِاخْتِصَاصِ وَالْآخَرُ تَقْدِيمُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ إِخْتِنَاءً كَمَا قُدِّرَ فِي بِسْمِ اللَّهِ مُجْرَاهَا وَمُرْسَاهَا So he says the ba in Bismillah is actually connected to a substantive, a noun that has been omitted according to the Basrans. And this is one school of grammar. It's the minority school, the dominant school is the Kufans. And he says the taqdir, the omitted, which is understood, is ibtida'i ka'inun bismillahi. My beginning is with the Bismillah. So when you say Bismillah, what you're saying is Ibtida'i, my beginning is with or in the name of God. So that's what you're actually saying. When you say Bismillah, what you're saying, I'm beginning in the name of God. But you're omitting the I, I'm beginning. That's understood when you say that. So this is called Mahduf Muqaddar in grammar. And then he says, or according to the Kufiyun, and this is the other school of Zamakhshari, تتعلق بفعل تقديره أبدأ بسمالله أو أتر بسمالله. It is connected to a omitted verb, and this is very important, believe it or not. 